I've paid my dues Time after time I've done my sentence But committed no crime And bad mistakes I've made a few I've had my shells and kicked in my face But I've come through Everybody, welcome back to this dope, exciting episode of the Minority Motherfucking Sports Report. Um, I'm your boy, Big Black, and Julian is not here today because that boy is sick and tired of seeing the Patriots win Super Bowls. So live, we got motherfucking Game Dollar. Yo, yo. My guy, what it do? Fucking filling in, chilling in, chilling, doing good. Um, I know you're hyped up right now. Yeah, I'm hyped the fuck up. Obviously, I want to say this too. Because, you know, I know you're Puerto Rican. And by default, that also means you're black. So, happy Black History Month to all the browns <laughs> out there in the world. Uh, but let's get back to business. Uh, I am jazzed. That was a boring fucking Super Bowl for three and a half quarters. Yeah, Holy shit. Was. I was, that was old school football. Like, before they invented passing and shit, <laughs> that shit was great. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a super defensive game, which doesn't really make for great TV, but Mm-mm. what can you do? Right, right. Um, final score was uh, 13 to 3. Patriots win their sixth Super Bowl over the Los Angeles Rams, another LA team that the fucking Boston uh, region has beat this sports season. We had the Red Sox earlier in the sports year take out the Dodgers, so this is pretty sweet, pretty sweet, pretty sweet. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, obviously, it won't be like a Celtics-Lakers thing this season, because both of those teams are doing okay at best right now. But yeah, it was good shit. Tom Brady's the fucking GOAT. I don't care what anybody says. You cannot... Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. You cannot say that he's not the best fucking quarterback to ever play the game. It's impossible to say that. Dude, that fucking pass to Gronk and that catch oh, was crazy. Ridiculous. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, but yeah, that I, there really isn't much to say other than also, too, like Bill Belichick's the greatest fucking coach that we've ever seen in football. Um, Wade Phillips did a really good job, too, but he's not as great, obviously. Um, shut yeah. down the Rams. They, on average, I think they were scoring like thirty-two points or some shit like that throughout the whole season. So yeah, something like that. For them to get shut down to three points in the Super Bowl was pretty, pretty spectacular on the defense part. Uh, yeah, there's not much to say because there were not much happened in that game. Honestly, uh, 
trying to think what else happened in like the first few quarters. Oh yeah, Patrick Trung probably broke his arm. Um, there's no official reports on that. Oh yeah, I kind of missed the replay. It, it looked like it got caught between two play two other players' pads, right? Did I see that correct? Yeah, you know, you saw you saw that right. What All I couldn't right. see was like if it started with the helmet and then ended up in the pad, but he definitely got his forearm sandwiched in between two grown ass men running full speed. Um, yeah. So like that's right just, at the point of collision. Too. Yeah, like ooh, all that fucking pressure just right on the shit. So I don't know if he broke his arm or not, but I mean, just from they the put sh- it right in the air cast and all that shit. So I, I would have exactly I think it's broken. Exactly, just from the way they treated it, the way they got him back in the field, and the way he came back out. You know, it was just like he probably broke his forearm. Um, but I'm glad they won because I was like, y'all better fucking win it for Patrick. That nigga broke his arm for y'all, and they did. Yeah, injured two Super Bowls in a row. For real, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, man. Uh, Jared Goff definitely looked like a rookie quarterback out there. Um, he had a, a few moments where he was uh, looked like an NFL quarterback. But for the most part, that game, they shut him down. Julian Edelman, I think, had more yards than the whole Rams team for, like, damn near that whole game, which is fucking. It was not a good look for the Rams. There's always next year. Always next year. And uh, Steven Gauskowski missed his like first field goal in like a long time earlier in the game. It was pretty weird. But, yeah. Yeah. Not much yeah, else that's to say. That should have been automatic for him. Right. Should have been automatic, but it wasn't. Um, God, I'm really trying to grasp for shit to talk about other. But it was it was it was really a boring game for three and a half quarters. Um, but in typical patriot fashion it always comes down to the end of the game exactly that's what i was leading to i was trying to put some filler in between (laughs) no you're good i get to the point no you get into the point which (laughs) i was like uh what else what else what else uh but uh (laughs) it's true man i told everyone that i work with and people who know that i'm a patriots fan at work was asking me like all the patriots are gonna kill him i'm like bro it's gonna be like a 10 point game maybe even a field goal um because it's always like i wasn't expecting it to be that that low of a score exactly i thought it was going to be at least in the 20s yeah i thought it would be yeah mid-20s for both team with patriots edging out by a field goal or touchdown but yeah i agree with you man every single patriots game it always goes down to the last minute um they scored that first touchdown with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter prior to that it was only two field goals made um one missed on the Patriots, one made and then one made on the fucking Rams. Like, it was definitely old school football. I'm sure all the 60-year-olds were happy. Like, yeah, this is good physical smash mouth football. <laughs> you know. But, yeah, it was, um, you know, then homeboy. Uh, so, they scored the touchdown with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. Um, what happened after that? The Rams, I think, had a three and out. The Patriots then kicked another field goal. With uh, four minutes left or something like that, and they made that field goal. And then the Rams marched down the field, tried to hit a 52-yarder, I believe, and homeboy missed it wide left. And that was pretty much the game. And that was... Well, didn't they get the... Oh, no, that was way before that, right? Yeah, that was before. He got the interception. That's true. That's right. That's right. Um, After the touchdown, there was interception. That's why I was like, it wasn't a three and out. It wasn't a three and out. It was an interception. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Gilmore got that interception right on, like, the two-yard line. Um, yeah. It was a good seven minutes in the fourth quarter. That was that was good football. 
But prior, the rest of it was honestly, it was boring football. I'm saying that as a football oh, that, fan. Um, that big save by one of the McCordys in the end zone. That touchdown that they saved, yeah, that shit was that shit was clutch. Clutch money. So was things it, was it? It was Jason McCordy. Yeah, it was it? Jason. Yeah, yeah, Jason McCordy. And um, I want to say there were two bodies there, but he made the play. Um, that oh, that was the first first one. Yeah, he came from all the way off the fucking right side of the field and smacked the ball out of his hand. Yeah. And uh, Brandon Cooks was standing there for a good, like, two seconds, just wide the fuck open. Um, and then the same shit happened a little bit towards the end of the fourth quarter. Um, they tried yeah, well, to... there was a couple of times throughout that game that they had, the Rams had players open, uh, cutting across midfield, but they weren't u- using them. Yeah. No, there's that's what I'm saying. Like, Jared Goff really looked like... I know he's not a rookie quarterback, but he looked like a rookie quarterback out there. Uh, yeah. Just, you know... Credit that's the credit to the defense, but yeah, he was making passes that he shouldn't have been even attempting to make and just completely missing wide open players, just you know, trying to make a big play instead of just trying to play football. Um you know. But yeah. <laughs> Number six, bitch. All you haters can suck it. Yeah, uh, my fucking Facebook timeline is flooded with uh Tom Brady Thanos memes. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. I had to put my phone down because I realized I wouldn't record. I was, oh, shit. My phone. Yeah, my shit's on, on silent right now. If not, it'd be vibrating like crazy because of the fucking group chats and shit. For real. For real. Yeah, my phone. Ugh. But yeah, Instagram, fucking my messaging, <laughs> Facebook, all my friends that I make movies with, we're talking shit. There's a lot of them Broncos fans or Chiefs fans. So To you guys, I say... There's always next season. But then to you guys, I also say Tom Brady's playing next season too. So <laughs> whenever Tom Brady retires, I really think the Chiefs will be like top team. I'm going to say the Chiefs and the Raiders and the Rams will be the top three teams once Brady retires. But that's... Speaking of retirement, I think Gronk is done. Oh, yeah, this is – I agree with you. I don't, I don't see him coming back next season. Yeah, shit that he was saying throughout media week had me had me question and whether or not he had any plans of coming back. And I definitely think he's not. Yeah. Cause he's at that point where he can keep playing, but it's like he's gonna get injured. It's gonna happen. And then how bad is that injury gonna be? What's his quality of life gonna be like after that, you know? So go. I'm cool with it if he retires. Cause he put in mad work over the years and yeah, he didn't murder gonna- anybody. He's just going to go get hurt in uh, WWE. Right. He'll get hurt in WWE. And like I said, he didn't murder anybody either. So thanks for that. Yeah. yeah that's always a plus. You a real one, G. You a real one, Gronk. But yeah, it was good shit. Good. Uh, now the reality setting in that I'm not going to make it to another fucking Super Bowl parade and that <laughs> fucking football yeah, is over. Bad. I live in Boston and I have no plans on going to that parade. No, it's a it's a bit much. As as ignorant as this is gonna sound, and people are gonna fucking hate this. After you've been to like two or three, it becomes a hassle. Like, do I really yeah, want to go out the there and stand in the fucking freezing Staying cold? Stand in the fucking cold. Yeah, and it's always nice. Every time you go, it's definitely an experience. But again, after a certain amount of time, it does become a chore. Yeah, like, especially at that at this age, it's like oh yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm glad we won, but I'm good. 
and that's cool because for me, I haven't been around. So, you know, I'm like, fuck, man, I really wish I could go to this shit. Oh, yeah, but, it's different for you. Right, yeah, you right. You haven't been here, so, yeah, you definitely want to go experience the shit, but, yeah. But even the, the last one they won before I had moved out of Boston, I didn't go to that one. I was like, nah, I'm just going to be a good adult and go to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, because I was living right down the street from the job, so it didn't make sense for me to go into downtown to fucking come back out and be like late like six hours and shit but yeah sorry guys it happens when you are from the city of champions city of champs but spoiled assholes yeah we are bro we're we're spoiled people from the outside say we're spoiled and yes we are spoiled but we're also very grateful you know you heard it yeah because we sucked for so long for so goddamn long um you even heard it like they said it's like yo it felt like we were playing at Gillette that's like that's oh yeah definitely that's a testament to like yo we despite what you guys on the outside might say we're fucking loyal hardcore sports fans that's what it comes down to um when they started doing the uh the, the brady chant? trophy ceremony oh the trophy yeah yeah i i wasn't really paying too much attention i was looking at my phone and shit and i heard all the boos i was like what why are they booing and i look i was oh it's just goodell <laughs> For real, yo, that shit was so fucking funny. I was telling Jess. They better not be booing the patch right now. Nah, I was telling Jess, and I was like, watch. I was like, the second that Robert Kraft has complete control over the trophy, it's going to erupt. And she was watching it. As soon as it, like, Roger Goodell's last finger went off of it, it just, like, erupted in applause. (laughs) Speaking of Kraft, going on a super tangent. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that motherfucker on stage with, with, uh, who was it? With Cardi B? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that shit was hilarious, <laughs> <though>. <laughs> uh, I saw like several angles from it, and then I saw Meek Mill posted, and he was like, "Yo, I gassed up Robert Kraft and told him to go dance with Cardi." It's his party. <laughs> I was like, "That's true." He threw the party, nigga. That shit was hilarious. To me, okay. So tangent again, still a- 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 along the lines of that shit. I'm gonna get into the Super Bowl, the halftime show, because that's the biggest story to me, which is. Okay, it's not the biggest story, but it's more to talk about. Um, Cardi B turned down the Super Bowl. Meek Mill wasn't offered, but he wouldn't have did it. Um, and a few other prominent hip-hop artists turned it down. Robert Kraft had most of those people at his fucking party for the Patriots, which is kind of crazy to me to think about um, how how much him fucking with Meek Mill has like endeared him to the hip-hop community. Um, I think that's kind of crazy. I think it's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah it's, it is. It is pretty crazy. Like they, the one of the the video I seen where they posted the Cardi B, like this shit with Cardi B. Uh, the caption was like, "He has a crazy relationship with Meek Mill." And yeah. I was like, yeah, he he really does. Like, what does this weird, like, random ass white dude have to do with any kind of hip hop influence? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and honestly, it started with the locker room because you know how he was cool with Rick Ross and all those niggas like back when yeah. they were, you know, so it started with that shit. Like they were always at his parties and, you know, niggas in the locker room were talking about this shit and, you know, he got word of it and just kind of reached out and them niggas are tight now. Bro, this nigga, Meek Mill, was in a photograph with Robert Kraft, fucking Jeff Bezos from Amazon and fucking... Um, the dude that owns Fanatics, the shit that sells sports memorabilia, I mean, sports gear and shit. All three of those dudes are billionaires. And I'm like, here's this nigga from Philly, bro. Like, in this circle of fucking wealth. Like, I don't know. I think that's amazing. Um, 
that's my little black history part of sports as well. Niggas is doing it. He, niggas he, he is mastered. He mastered the art of networking. For real, that's it. That's it. A lot of niggas don't understand that shit. You got to network, bro. It's not about what you know. It's about who you know. Who you know? Okay. Halftime show, garbage. I always think the halftime shows are garbage, but that's just me. Garbage. All right, now if it was like Five Finger Death Punch and like Slipknot or somebody else, like yeah, you'd be if like, it was okay. Five Finger Death Punch is definitely garbage. <laughs> that's the first band that came to my mind. Give me some credit. God damn it, game. <laughs> you know I don't know the bands you listen but to. No, I mean, I don't know. I just did you even watch it? I did. I mean, I wasn't really paying attention to it. I was was playing my Switch, but um, it was on. I can say that. Uh, I turned to Jess and said, oh, my God, Adam Levine is flat. He's not singing on key. And then her phone went off and was like, oh, my God, I thought Adam Levine was a better singer than this because she was, like, chatting with her friends. Uh, I, I did not. That was a whack-ass Super Bowl performance. Um, I love Travis Scott. That nigga's tight. But that was the first time I ever saw him do something live. And I was like, damn, that's not that great. Um, CBS also fucked up his song quite a bit. Because, <laughs> you know, he says some shit that they don't want white America to listen to. Uh, thought- yeah, speaking of, speaking of not wanting white America to hear shit. Was it me or did Big Boy say, uh, what was it? ATL, ATL ho. in this hole at, in the, yep. at the end of it? Absolutely, bro, because they was uh, not. I was, I was like, yeah, <laughs> the NFL's really like, I'm saying hole right now? No, nah, I don't think they knew. I don't think they knew. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that shit, was, that shit was pretty funny. I caught that shit at the Hell end. Hell yeah. I would say Big Boy was the best part of it. It really was. He came out. I was like, all right, with that song, and then it stopped, and then he did his shit, and then, like you said, when he was like walking off, ATL in this hoe or ATL hoe, whatever the fuck he was saying, I was like, yo, this nigga really saying ATL hoe on live TV. That nigga's a G. Um, but that shit would have been ten times better if it was Outcast and not just Big Boy. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. If it would have just been Outcast, period, for the fucking halftime show, that shit would have been fucking dope. Yeah, Outcast in Atlanta. Yeah. That's the thing, man. Getting back to the, you know, the Black History Month thing, but really just the Colin Kaepernick shit and all that stuff. Bro, they could have had so many people. Like, Atlanta's a hotbed for fucking hip-hop. Ludacris, Lil Jon, fucking Outkast. Those are just three motherfuckers that I can think of off the top of my head that I'm not even, like, going into it. And yet, every single one of them... Even the newer rappers like fucking 21 Savage, that nigga's from Atlanta, and he's like one of the hottest things out right now. But he is like, no, I ain't doing it. Um, yeah, that halftime show was garbage. Godbosh. Yeah. yeah, what can you do? I was like, yo, this is the D list of the Super Bowl show. They need to bring back Celebrity Deathmatch. <laughs> Yo, they are actually. We need halftime show alternatives. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that was a thing, nigga. I would, I would even watch some like. Remember that WWF shit when they fucking fought in the empty arena? Oh my god! Yo, I forgot all about those alternative Super Bowl fucking halftime show stunts. Oh my god! Wow. I'm sorry, you just you just kind of 
I just I'm just remembering a bunch of shit now. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity death match was the best one. Oh yeah, no question. Cause that's what we would go back to school talking about, not the fucking halftime show. Cause even then, that was like our parents' music, quote unquote. Like, I don't give a fuck about Diana Ross, nigga. I'm trying to see some. I remember, I remember running up to my room as a kid during that halftime show to watch Celebrity Deathmatch by myself. Hell yeah! But I want to. I think Ice Cube is bringing that shit back. Oh really? Yeah, it's like a thing. Nice. It's about to come back. So hopefully next Super Bowl we'll have a Celebrity Deathmatch. They gotta get Mills Lane again too. Is he still alive? I don't know. Oh. Let's. Oh, I'm about to Google that real quick. I'm, I'm doing it too. All right, you, he's on that. He's on the Google. He's googling Mills Lane. Um, I'm just happy the Patriots won another Super Bowl. So everybody that I know that knows football, Mills Lane. I see a born date. I don't see no death. Oh, death date. he's still alive. My nigga Mills. Hell yeah. 81 years old. I was just gonna say he's a, he's got to be like 85, 81. That boy Mills. Man, that's crazy. Let's get it on. Fucking Mills Lane, nigga. Oh, if if they don't get Mills Lane, they gotta get that new ref that's always got the bug eyes in the ring. Gets mad excited over boxing. Oh, I don't, yo. (laughs) That guy is the best. (laughs) What was that last fight? Was it the Browner match or whatever? But I saw, I I know exactly what you're talking about, and I was like, this. Not only is this dude a referee, he legitimately loves his job. Because yeah, every time yeah. somebody gets hit, that nigga's like, oh, shit. That would be me if I was ever like a ref for an MMA fight. <laughs> I'd have the same facial expressions. Like, oh, shit, bro. How lucky is that guy? <laughs> Living the dream. Living the dream. Living the dream. Six wins on the Super Bowl. Nine appearances. God knows how many AFC titles. God knows how many conference titles. I mean, um, divisional titles. Um, like I said, I'm just, everybody's got to see me tomorrow and everybody's got to shut the fuck up and tell me that the Patriots are the best team because I get shit all year long from these motherfuckers and I don't say shit. I'm like, all right, just wait till the playoffs. Just wait till the playoffs. Just wait till the playoffs. And now I can go talk the most shit out of everybody. Yeah, I'm just glad there was no, uh, no, blown calls or anything like that for people to harp on that's real they definitely let them play they definitely let them play like blatant calls were called but for the most part there were no there were what there were no pass interference calls in that game that i can recall uh no pass interference there was just like offensive and defensive holding yeah you know um hands to the face and shit like that but yeah I, i they let them play and that's how that's how all the games should be championship games um I don't give a fuck. I still think the Saints got robbed on that Definitely. play. On that play. Definitely. However, you got to go out there. It's just like MMA and boxing. You can't let the fucking judges decide. You got to go out there and fucking win that shit. Um, True. And, and they didn't do that. Um, so in that respect, that's why I'm like, fuck them. They didn't make it. But at the same time, I feel for them, man, because that was a blatantly missed call. Uh, yeah. Fucking football is over. I'm sad. <laughs> No, isn't that football coming too? What football? XFL? No, no. What's that new? This new football league coming up? Is it really? Yeah, I think it starts in like a week or two. What? Hold on, dog. Because the last shit I was looking into was XFL, and then yeah, I was Alliance Alliance of American Football. AAF. 
Yeah, AAF, yeah. What do you mean I don't have any internet? Yeah, it starts February 9th. Shut the fuck up. Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> Nigga. I thought, yeah, I thought you knew about that shit. No. I mean, I saw a commercial for it and I was watching, Um, I think I was watching Fox Sports 1. Some weird shit. But I did see the commercial for it. I just thought it was like a fucking, um, like some new fucking conference for college or some shit. No, no. It's a new, uh, new pro league. Oh, shit. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see here. Overseeing the blah, 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 blah. Okay, so he did start with the XFL with Vince McMahon. So he does know how to launch a football, at least a sports organization. Interesting. I'm going to have to read up on that um, after yeah, we finish. I don't finish. know too much about it. All I know is it's starting up. I was going to check it out just to see what it's like. I mean, if it's fucking high-level professional football... I'm like, if it's higher level than arena football in college, I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. Because I'll watch Canadian football, and that's like a step above college and arena football. Um, yeah, man. I used to fuck with the Canadian Football League and shit like that. Damn, that's crazy, y'all. I'm really excited. Holy shit. I had no fucking clue. See? That's why we do these things. So we can all learn together. All right, my guy. Yeah. What, what are you gonna lead us off with? Uh, well, we got regular old shit. Um, since the last time, uh, you well, wanted to say listening to you guys struggle to say hockey players' names last week. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I bet you fuck face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now you know how I feel trying to say these fucking tie fighters' names and shit. <laughs> oh, that shit was impossible. <laughs> but uh yeah so coming back from the all-star break um Bruins were on a three-game losing streak uh they ended up getting a win today over the the reigning champs the Washington Capitals uh that beat them one nothing uh with that win Tuka became the winningest goalie in, in Bruins history oh wow and uh I think they said it was like it was the first win over the Caps in their last 15 games. Holy shit! That they that they faced each other. Well, yeah, that's like that's a couple yeah. seasons at least, right? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they said. But yeah, so uh, nice little win after those that three game losing streak. But uh, they're good. They're good enough for third in the Atlantic, 11th in the East overall, uh, and then. In the whole NHL, they're um, 11th as well. This is 27, 17, and 7 with 61 points. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Uh, Julian's abs. They're 22, 20, and 8 with 52 points. Uh, fifth in the Central. They uh, they drop back down to the wild cards. They're, they're currently holding down the second wild card spot. Uh, the 8th in the West. 18th in the league overall. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think they had a game since the All Star break, so they might still be off. Tight. Yeah, but that's hockey. Hockey. Uh, yeah, didn't cover too much. Let's go. Cool. Uh, but MMA. 
got some news off the McGregor Khabib brawl. Mm. Uh, so they finally came down with penalties for Khabib and Connor. Uh, Khabib's getting hit with a nine month suspension. Oh, shit. He, they could knock it down to six if he agrees to do a anti bullying PSA. <laughs> uh, on top of that, he gets fined 500000 Ooh. And uh, McGregor is getting suspended for six months and he's getting fined 50000 Man. I mean, he's the aggressor, so that's why his shit's going to be more. Yeah. Um, even though, you know. Yeah, wow. 500 Gs, that's a lot of fucking money, bro. That is a lot of fucking God money. God damn. But, yeah, you can't jump over the cage and attack people. <laughs> and kick someone in the fucking face as you're trying to land. <laughs> like, holy shit. Man. Oh, wow, what a crazy year for sports. Wow. Uh, and uh, other fight news, John Jones was granted uh, a one-fight license in Nevada. So oh, okay. he's going to be cleared to fight Anthony Smith at UFC 235 in March. Nice. Good. Yeah, um, Anderson Silva, is he coming back to fight? He is. He is. I he didn't... has a fight uh, next week. Okay, sorry if I didn't I didn't mean to like fuck your shit up. Oh, no, no, I that's actually I I don't usually talk about upcoming fights, but uh, yeah, he got um, what's his name? Israel. What's his name? I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Israel Adesanya. Adesanya. Uh, it's like a uh-huh. up and coming fight. He's like fifteen and zero. Oh shit. He's a beast. Yeah, he's like he's like the new Anderson Silva. Okay. So this is like passing the crown kind of fight. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, that's the headline. Is going to be Robert Whittaker and Kelvin Gastelum for the the middleweight championship. Fuck yeah. Not a bad card, but yeah, that's uh, coming up Saturday the ninth at ten. Well, ten Eastern. Yeah, ten Eastern, eight Mountain. Yeah, everybody else, you do the math. Yeah, you figure it out. <laughs> Fuck your time zone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, last week I missed since I was I missed doing the episode. Uh, they had the Bellator 215. That was the um, heavyweight Grand Prix final with Bader versus uh, Fedor. Mm. Uh, so that card, well, the main card anyway, opened up with Adele Altamini. Altamini. Uh, not me. He defeated Brandon McMahon by submission. Uh, he got a, he hit an on bar in the first round, but he was kind of sneaky the way he did it. He was a, like attacking for a Kimura, mm-hmm. and then as they're scrambling and transitioning, he fucking switched it into a, a smooth ass on bar. Got the win pretty early in round one. Shit. <laughs> uh, then we had Juan Archuleta uh, defeating Ricky Bandejas by unanimous decision. Then we had Henry Corrales defeating Aaron Pico in the first round, which uh, surprised a lot of people. Aaron Pico's like a up-and-coming prospect. I think he might have been undefeated coming into this fight. Okay. But uh, he he dropped Corrales with a, with a nice uppercut. And I, I don't... I, you could say he kind of got too aggressive, but he was just trying to go for the kill. Mm-hmm. And he got caught. He, he left his hand down, got caught with a with a hook right to the jaw, 
and fucking and knocking on Cole. It was like that, uh, Shit. Not, not one of those fight night knockdowns, but he just he kind of stiffened up and just falls back. Oh shit! It yeah. was yeah, it was one of those kind of knockouts. Um, he took maybe one or two shots after that before the ref was able to jump in. But yeah, it was a it's a pretty ugly knockout for a pretty big prospect, especially for Bellator. Bellator doesn't have many prospects because they all they always lose them to the UFC. It's true. Yeah, we'll see how he bounces back from that shit. Uh, next we had uh, Jack Hagar, or Jake Hagar. Uh, I don't know if you recognize his name. Uh, uh, you probably vaguely. don't recognize his other name either. But he's formerly known as WWE's Jack Swagger. See, I remember Jack Swagger. That's What's yeah, his name? So his real name is Jake Hagar. Okay. Okay, so he's uh, a he fucking... Made his, he made his pro MMA debut for Bellator. Okay. Um, he was facing J.W. Kaiser? Kisser? I don't know how you would say that. Uh, but he was like a 1-0, 2-0 guy. It's his pro debut. You're not going to put him in there against somebody crazy. But obviously, uh, Jake Hager is a wrestler. Uh, he had a collegiate wrestling background before his WWE shit but uh, he looked pretty good in, in the fight he um, threatened with a, with a pretty solid Kimura uh, then he landed the uh, arm triangle for the win so I mean he's shown that he got the ground game learning submissions mm -hmm. uh, just we didn't see much of his striking so we gotta see what happens when he starts getting hit <laughs> pretty much for real yeah, it's always different so fuck that dude Shit. It's always different. He, you did get land, he did land some uh, some solid elbows from the top. Give him that. <clears throat> Man, I'm just thinking about taking a fucking elbow to the face right now. That's awful. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, the main event, like I said, was Ryan Bader and Fedor Melinenko for the uh, heavyweight Grand Prix and the vacant heavyweight championship. And Bador, Bador, <laughs> Bader won <laughs> in crazy fashion. He fucking knocked out Fedor in like 35 seconds, I think Jesus it was. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, um, he he hit him with a with an overhand that dropped him. And then, like, you know, the fighter's instinct, they get dropped. They're trying to get back up. Right. So when Fedor hits the mat, he tries to, like, he tries to sit back up, eats a mean uppercut from Bader, and goes back down. And then Bader drops a couple hammer fists. Ref jumps in and saves him. Bader is now, I'm pretty sure, I don't think they've had it before, but Bellator's champ champ. Wow. Uh, he's the light heavyweight champ and the heavyweight champ now. Damn. Yeah, so it's pretty crazy. All right, let me ask you this. Do you think Fedor is going to fight again? I hope not. Me too. I hope not. I don't know how many losses that is in a row, but it's quite a few. And, it, I mean, they, he's taking punishment in those losses. Like, bro, he should already be a, a B-movie action star, in my opinion. Word. He should be in those, uh, the, the, did you see that Russian Avengers movie? Nah. It was like <laughs> Guardians of something. <laughs> Guardians of yeah, the Union. He should, be, he should be in those kind of action movies. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, for a BC list movies, bro, like a steady paycheck, 
you know, you, you're the bad guy. You just go fuck some people up. It's all fake. You don't really got to worry about it. You know? be the bad guy in a, in a Steven Seagal flick. Oh, or fucking Expendables 4 or something. Yeah. Well, they, hey, you got to have some acting chops for that shit. Well. He could pull off a Steven Seagal flick right now. <laughs> Oh man, I was waiting to see where you went with that, and that was great. <laughs> no, he can be in a Steven Seagal movie. Nigga. Uh, you do got it. That's real. Despite how cheesy those expendable movies are, there are some actors in that shit. Where? Oh man. Why do you think Steven Seagal's not in those movies? Oh yeah, he wanted to be. Man, I, yeah, he wants to be, <laughs> but nobody else wants him to be. Nah, Steve. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Let's bring back. Alright, uh, so yeah, so that was Bellator 214. Bellator 214. Um, yeah, that was last weekend, so jumping to this weekend, we had some glory. I uh, didn't watch the whole card, but I did want to catch the main event because it was the. Uh, you really don't care about the light dudes, but mm-hmm. Featherweight title was up for grabs. Um, here's one of those instances where I'm going to torture somebody's name. Tight. Patch Pit. Patch Patch Pinamrong, Kat Mukau, <laughs> defeated Sergei Adenchuk by unanimous decision. Uh, it was pretty much a, a dominant, uh, a dominant <laughs> performance for Kit Mukau for all five rounds. He keeps his featherweight title. Uh, he's he was uh, Glory's youngest featherweight. Well, youngest champion ever, not just a featherweight, but youngest champion ever at 22. Damn. Uh, he just got KO of the year for last year. Damn, I was getting blackout drunk at 22. <laughs> <laughs> four-time national champ uh, in Thailand. Fuck. Four yes. times? Yeah, that's why I wanted to catch this fight. This kid's a beast. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's on something else, man. Like I said, didn't see the rest of the card, but that was a pretty good fight. Even for a unanimous decision, it was still a good fight to watch. Man, man, man. Uh, last night, we had a UFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had UFC Fight Night 144. This was another one of those ESPN Plus cards. Uh, this one was from Brazil. So it started... This is the instance when UFC doesn't give a fuck about your time zone. Because <laughs> it started at, uh, what was it like? I think it started at 8 o'clock over here. Mm. And so that's like, I think 11 p.m. or something like that in Brazil. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, so you're going to the first fight on the main card at 11 p.m. Oh. But hey, they were there. They were cheating. You're going to die. For every fucking fight, <laughs> like they always do, so it is what it is. Fucking Brazilians, <laughs> um, yeah. So, opening up the card, we had Livia Renata Souza defeating Sarah Frota. Uh, that Frota girl, she came in mad heavy for this fight. It, it was a 115 fight, she came in at 123. Uh, but even with that extra weight, it didn't help her. She lost a split decision in that. Uh, then this Brazilian kid with the whitest name ever, Johnny Walker. Oh my he God! He defeated Justin Ledet. What's the alcohol? By, uh, TKO in round one. Uh, this kid is fucking. He's entertaining this shit. 
He I mean, came down to the ring dancing and shit. He's named after a uh, liquor, so yeah, <laughs> he's gotta yeah, be. But he's in, in the ring. He's 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 wild, dude. He um, to this to end the fight. Listen to this combo. He threw a standing side kick to the body, mm-hmm. switched to the other foot, threw a heel kick to the head. Oh Jesus Christ! Then immediately followed that up with a spinning back fist that dropped the other dude. How do you even do it? Dang, okay. Yeah, he's a beast. Okay. Uh, he almost threw. Well, he didn't almost. So he threw an illegal soccer kick, but luckily it didn't land. Oh shit! And then he <laughs> jumped on the other dude and threw threw a few punches before the ref jumped in and saved him. Uh, ended up getting fifty k, fifty k bonus for that. Wow. That's nice. Fifty yeah, k. That, yeah, that combo was was nice. That was definitely a. A knockout, something you should check out. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm seeing that in my head, and then I'm like playing it in on the UFC game in my head as well. I'm just like, yeah. that's damn near impossible <laughs> to pull off in the game yeah. on easy, like let alone in fucking real life. Holy shit! It was pretty, pretty smooth. But yeah, this kid is nasty. Uh, I, I don't remember what his record is, but he's definitely somebody you should keep an eye on. Tight. Oh wait, I got it ready. 16 and 3 right now. Wow. Yeah, light heavyweight. Yeah, he's a beast. Uh, next fight after that, we had Charles Oliveira defeating David Tamor. Uh, this was, uh, he won by decision in the second round. Uh, Oliveira, he, he ended up landing a, a nasty short elbow that kind of rocked Tamor. Uh, then he just started overwhelming him with punches. And like he, as Tamer's just covering up, pretty much leaving himself exposed. Mm. Oliver jumped on him, uh, sunk in an anaconda choke while they were still standing on the, on the feet. So he locked in the, his hands in the choke while they're on his feet and did the, the anaconda roll to the ground. And once he did that, it was it was the, like super tight. There was no way for this dude to go. Yeah, that's a Tapped out, got a 50k bonus for that submission win. Mm, nice. Extra money. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Especially for those dudes that, that 50k is much needed. Uh, next fight up, we had Damian Maya defeating Lyman Good. And I'll give you one guess on how you think Damian Maya won this fight. <sighs> I mean, I haven't seen Damian Maya. I haven't thought about that. I don't even know. He. Really? Bro, I haven't thought about Damian Maya in like eight years, though. Like, uh, I don't even remember what he looks like, bro. Holy <laughs> shit! I'm sorry, I know, failed he's you. A ground specialist, and he won by submission. That's what surprise, I'm saying. Is that he probably surprise. choked somebody out, but like, I failed you. I'm sorry. I am yeah, sorry. It's all good. It's all good. Holy uh, shit! Yeah, Hold on, I'm Maya. Both. He, he uh, did what he does. He took his took the homeboys back early. Um, while, while he was standing, this dude Lyman Good was standing the entire time Damian Maya was on his back, uh, sunk in the body triangle, and just worked for that rear naked until he finally got it. I think once he got Lyman Good's back, it took him like a minute and a half, two minutes to get the choke. Holy shit. But yeah. Wow, Damian he's old Maya now. Damian Maya. Holy shit. He's old. Still getting wins though, man. I know, but like still doing his thing. I had to look it up because, like I said, I did. I didn't even remember what he looked like, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's him!" But he's got like years on him now. Holy fuck! Yeah. Wow. 
Bro, I, like I said, I failed you, but I haven't thought about that nigga in fuck, like I said, like a decade, yo. Yeah, it's no matter when you can strangle the fuck oh, right. out of somebody. <laughs> fuck yeah, but it was just like, <laughs> it's probably like, it's like me seeing JJ right now. I haven't seen that kid in fucking years, bro. So I'd oh, be yeah, he's shocked. He's a little beast. Man. Man. Whew. Okay. Uh, so another name you might not have heard of in quite a while. Uh, Jose Aldo. Uh-huh. He defeated Renato Moicano by TKO in round two. Um, Aldo just pieced this dude up, man. He just, <laughs> he just did his thing. He just landed a shitload of, uh, shitload of punches uh, that just overwhelmed him. Uh, Aldo got the TKO in round two, like I said, and got 50k bonus for that. And then the headliner... Marlon Marias defeated Rafaela Santiago by decision in round one. Uh, this one, they ended up on the mat with Marias on top. Uh, as the Santiago was trying to get to his feet, uh, Marias sunk in a deep guillotine, and he ended up getting the submission and also 50k. Fuck shit. <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, Fight Night 144. Like I said, uh, UFC 234 is coming up this weekend. Uh, Whitaker Gaslam, Adesanya versus Anderson Silva, and uh, a bunch of other people you have no idea who they are. <laughs> yep, you're yeah. 100% right. Oops. Uh, yeah, other than that, uh, countdown to NASCAR. I should have this up already. <laughs> Countdown to NASCAR. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom, motherfucker. Um, like I said before, this countdown isn't to the actual um, yeah. first race because we got the duels and uh, the clash before this shit. But I think we are now 13 days away. 13 days, 15 hours, and 3 minutes as of this recording. This That's cool. I'm, you know, I'm not like a NASCAR guy guy, but it sounds interesting. You got me excited. You got my interest yeah. peaked. Clashes and duels should be cool. Uh, then obviously the race itself is going to be big because it's their Super Bowl. Uh, a couple of things. Dale Earnhardt did announce that he's going to be racing one race this really? season for the um, the Xfinity series. Okay. So the, the ones that race on Saturday nights. Alright. Uh, so he's doing one race in August. I see you, uh, There's Junior. a new documentary coming out uh, about Dale Earnhardt and uh, Jeff Gordon's rivalry. Um, Have you seen that? Coming to FS1. Junior and Dale? I mean... No, no, no. Senior. Senior, okay. Yeah. I said Junior and Dale. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, big Dale. Big Dale versus Jeff Gordon. Oh, fuck. Uh, it's called Unrivaled Earnhardt versus Gordon. It's going to air February 14th uh, after the uh, after the duel races. I just recorded the 30 for 30 um, on that primetime. Um, primetime had to play um, a baseball game and a football game in the same day. Oh, yeah. I'm going to watch that shit when we're done here. That shit, yeah, that shit's crazy. Crazy. Damn, that's another person, Jeff Gordon, bro. Wow. Man, you're bringing up all these names that I haven't thought about in fucking ever. Holy well, shit. Well, Jeff Gordon's not that 
far off. He retired a year ago. Yeah, I know. But that was the last time I thought about him. That's 365 <laughs> days and plus. Not thinking about him. Oh, man. Uh, another Ooh. thing that happened uh, this week, they tested the new rules packages. Uh, so there's two two new packages that they're going to be racing with during 17 of the 36 races this season, mm. where it's, uh, it's a combination of small spaces to reduce engine horsepower and aero ducts to make the cars a little tighter. So it's pretty much all to make everything more even and more competitive so they uh, tested that on Thursday and Friday and the drivers are all quoted saying that it's pretty much going to be like a a mental chess game now instead of just out racing other people nice yeah so a lot more strategy a lot more pit strategy and all that shit all that shit all that shit that none of you normal folk care about but that's what's funny because that's what made me care about NASCAR I remember the day I mean, I don't remember the day, but I remember the moment. I remember vividly as fuck when you like explained drafting to me, and I was like, "Oh shit, I fucking get it," and I was hooked. I mean, not hooked, but like that was my in- into it. And then just yeah, obviously the crashes and shit too. But yeah, it's not just driving fast and turning left. Right, it isn't. There's so much more to it, just like bull riding. It's not just hanging on for your dear life. I mean, it is, but it ain't. You know. But, uh, yeah. Anything else you got? Nope, that's all I got. Ooh, that's all he got. Word. Got that two-week MMA recap. Um, Fucking NHL, a little bit of NASCAR, and all that other random shit we talked about. Tight. I'm going to yes, do sir. NBA standings right quick. Start with oh, the West. Oh, what, 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 what? Before you do, Caribbean World Series also starts this week. Oh, Before yeah. First game is tomorrow. Nice. Continue. NBA. Continued. NBA. Top five in the Western Conference. Nuggets and Warriors are tied for that top spot, both sitting at 37 and 15. Then we have the Thunder, which I guess would be second place, but they listed third at 39, excuse me, 33 and 19. Four games back. Trailblazers at four, 32, 20, and five games back. Spurs make up, excuse me, Spurs top off the number five, 33. 22, six games back behind the Nuggets and Warriors. Top five on the Eastern Conference. Since the last time we did this, our Celtics have moved up a little bit. So we got the Bucks, number one, 31 and thir- 38 and 13. Uh, Raptors, number two, 38 and 16, a game and a half back. Celtics at number three. That's up two spots from the last time we spoke. 34 and 19, five games behind back the, behind the Bucks. Number four, we have the Pacers, same record as the Celtics. Uh, 34-19, five games back. And number five, we have the Pacers at 33-19, five and a half games behind the Bucks. <clears throat> also, since last time we spoke, the Cavaliers are no longer in last place in the East Coast. They actually won 11 games. They have a better record than the Knicks, who are now at 10 wins. That is crazy. The Cavaliers and the Suns are the worst teams in the NBA. Oh, no, I guess the Knicks are. Huh? NBA usually starts the same time around hockey, right? Uh, I wish I could tell you. NBA starts... You should have more than 10 wins by this point, right? Oh, 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 that's what you're getting at. Yes, motherfucker. Okay. Yes. I, I don't follow basketball, so I'm not sure. That's why I was asking. Okay, so the Cavs... I just know it starts sometime <laughs> around the same time as hockey, and I'm like, I'm trying to think. It's like, 
They shot uh, around the same time. They should definitely yeah. have ten more, Bro. more than ten wins by now. The Knicks are the worst team in the NBA right now with ten wins and forty two losses. Damn. Yeah, and then the Cavaliers and the Suns are the second worst with eleven wins and forty two and forty three losses respectively. Like that's shit. Okay. Is- yeah, bro. So over half the season has been played. Um, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. You you are one hundred percent right. It's bad. All right, just making sure. I was just trying to check. <laughs> Got some random birthdays for the last week of January and leading into the early weeks of February. On the 28th, we have Greg Popovich, the coach of the um, San Antonio Spurs. He was born in 49. And we also have Dante Culpepper, who was born in 1977 on the 28th. And Andre Iguodala, born in 84 on the 28th. On the 29th, we have Greg Luganis, 1980. And Marcus Gasol in 85. On the 30th, we have nobody that I know. Boom! On the 31st, Jackie Robinson, 1919. Holy fuck, that's a long time ago. That's almost 100 years. That is 100 years ago. Holy shit. That nigga was born 100 years ago. That's crazy. Wow. Wow, that just fucking blew my mind. Uh, Nolan Ryan was also born on the 31st in 1947. Holy shit. That's 100 years, man. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Mm-mm. Julio Jones was born on the 3rd, 1989, and that's all the birthday people that I know or give a fuck about. So. I, I'm just Googling right now. You know who else's birthday's today? Who? Daddy Yankee. Oh, <laughs> Daddy Yankee. Daddy Yankee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was speaking Spanish to one of my, like, one of our regular customers. And he's like, he's a Mexican dude. And I started speaking Spanish to him. And he just like looks down from the weed and looks up to me. He's like, he goes, holy shit, bro. Your Spanish is fucking good. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, dog, I don't speak a lot. And I was like, I understand it more. But he was, but no, seriously, man, you sound like me. Holy shit. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. I was like, thanks, bro. Um, but yeah, Daddy Jonky. Holy fuck. That's another guy I haven't thought about since I moved out of Chelsea. So that's been like. Thirteen page, years. The people that I see, Sean Kingston. Okay. Is he still alive? Did he survive that jet ski thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Ilsa Fisher. Oh, I love her. Ooh, she's. I don't know who these other people are. But, she's yeah. great. She's great. I love her, Isla. I think she's married to um, Abubarat. What's his name? Sasha. Yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, she's married to that nigga. It's crazy. Yeah, man, man, man. All right, she's forty three. Yeah, and smoking. Um, I have nothing else other than Super Bowl champs six times in eighteen years. The first time they won was against the Rams, almost <laughs> seventeen years ago. Exactly. Yeah. So, fucking tight. Um, make sure you follow us all collectively at on the internet and have a good night. Just kidding. We are at TMS report. That is TMS report. You can follow Julian at Julian C. Mitchell. Skin. At Skin 44. Ooh.
Beatniks Game is at Scam44, and I am at The Beatnik. And uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. Peace. See ya. And they stay there. And they say yeah. And they stay there. Won't stop now. Whoa. Keep your hands up, get them in the sky for the homies that ain't making it. My folks locked down. Whoa. I never went nowhere. What they say in loot is back. Yeah. Blame it on that conjure. The hood call it loot yak. Oh. And I'm on this foolish track. So I spit my foolish flow. Whoa. My hands go up and down, down. like strippers' booties go. Whoa. My verses still be serving. Tight like a million virgins. Last time on a college remix. Now I'm on the original version. Can't never count me out. Y'all better count me in. Got 20 bank accounts. Accountants count me in. Make millions every year, yeah. but South's champion yeah. Cause all I do, all I, all I, all I, all, all I, I do is, is win, 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 hey. win, no matter what Whoa. Got money on my mind, I can never get it up yeah. And every time I step up in the building Everybody hands go up And they stay there, yeah. and they say yeah In my low low, head on a swivel, you know serving me's a no-no Clean as a whistle as I pull out in my rose race Yellow bone passenger, they see it, they say, oh boy Tell Kelly, back it up, my niggas call me loco Down for armed trafficking, don't make me pull that fofo Ask you what you laughing at, represent that mud life Dirty money, bitch, you better get your mud right We come together, holding hands and holler, mud life We all strapping all black, it's like mud life all I do is win. You riding the what? what? Cause we riding the night. Now nice you riding with me cause you wasn't riding the All I right, do is bro. win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get it up. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there. And they say yeah. And they stay there. Kitchen, pot on the stove, water getting boiled, dope being sold, Snoopy in the hookie, system overload. I've been running this rap game since I was 20 years old. I hung with the worst of them, bust till I burst them up, floss them up, toss them up, hard away, cross them up. Pardon me, I'm bossing up, press you up, bless you, bro, don't mess with us. We like the U in the 80s Back to back, set a track Hit the lick, get it back Get the trick, jump the track Bitch, I want my money back Time and time again While I'm slipping on this gin Al Davis said it best Just win, baby, win All I do is win, win, win No matter what Got money on my mind I can never get it up And every time I step up in the building Everybody hands go up And they stay there